Hey everybody. What's up? <laughs> Luke did not follow through <laughs> on his threat from last week. Oh. We are still recording. Shit. Uh I haven't I haven't played Death Stranding yet. I'm sorry. I'm crying internally. Well you, you had screams internally caption, not just me for the past week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At least you have Watchmen to comfort you at night. I, I comfort me. Yeah, it was uh, that wasn't comforting last night. I, I find it, I find it comforting in a strange way. It, it, just to have a good TV show, just have on, a good you know? mystery. It's, yeah, just to to suck on the teat of. Yeah, it soothes me. It distracts me from right. my troubles. Yeah. Right, like a like a nice breast to feed from. Mm-hmm. You just that's, need some of that sweet sweet milk. That's exactly how I describe. That's exactly watching Watchmen. That's yeah. that's what I do. <laughs> so I have, a nice, I have a nice I have a nice milk bottle next to me when I'm watching milk and cookies. With my nightcap on and my slippers, my uh, my uh, sleeping dress, I look like um Scrooge when he wakes up and the ghost of Christmas Christmas past comes to haunt him. That's me watching TV. So what's up? Yeah, we're here to talk about episode four of HBO's Watchmen, titled "If You Don't Like My Story, Write Your Own." Yeah, exactly. It was just basically like uh, what Alan Moore said to. Uh, everybody who was like, this Watchmen book is crazy. It sucks. It's like, yeah, if you don't like it, write your own. Damon Lindelof was like, I'll take that bet. And he did. And this is what we got. And <laughs> so uh, far. That, that is also a quote from, I'm probably going to mispronounce his name, uh, Chinua Akibe, the author of Things Fall Apart, that we see oh. Cal reading in this episode. Oh. And it is a great book. That didn't read. That it. is one of the better books they had us read in high school. Do things fall apart in it? They really do. Okay, I read Beloved and I didn't like it. That was it. a good book too. I don't like Beloved. I, I just didn't think it was. Haven't read it since, but at the time I was like, it was. It's pretty crazy. Okay, maybe I just didn't like the writing of it. It is like, yeah, I, I haven't read it in long enough to be able to, to remember it in detail, but it was pretty richly written. Like, there's a lot of writing in that book. I think that's why, because I was in senior year of high school reading it, so I was like. Uh, very lazy, and I was like, can we just like read something like not this? <laughs> I was yeah. like, I don't want to do work. Maybe I'll, I'll read it back, and actually, now that I um, want to be cultured and uh, <laughs> smart, hmm, I'm being dumb's cooler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I really liked this episode, uh, largely because I'm very into our new, um, one of our new main characters, Lady True. Why, do you want a baby from her? Yeah. I want to have her babies. You you want to have her babies, or you? Do you I want literally... to receive the babies oh, she creates. So it's your baby, but like genetically, who's the who's the mom though? It doesn't matter. Her, me, no one. I don't know. Okay. All right. So you're gonna take her baby. There was a there were a lot of babies in this episode. There, it's a good baby episode. Yeah. That's why I'm talking about breastfeeding and stuff. You know. Yeah. It all comes back together. So let's let's just talk about the the opening sequence Let's there's a lot up. in that would you bought those eggs i would stop those look like good eggs i generally don't buy eggs that aren't refrigerated when i studied abroad in london did you know they, they don't keep their eggs in fridges in the store they're just like out on racks in cart cartons oh. not refrigerated because they don't like need to be but i don't trust it so i didn't eat eggs the whole time i was in london You're, what are you gonna you just like cook the egg anyway, so like yeah, but you're gonna it make it hot. Refrigerated, it freaked me out. It was like, what if they're that's it's scary. That's not scary. So I would not have bought eggs from that roadside stand. That's not fucking scary. It was cold out though. Like it's that's, not scary at all. Uh, I don't know. 
You're ridiculous. I I am. I am. I I'm a germaphobe. What came first, the baby or the egg? <laughs> uh. Right. <laughs> don't know. I think there is an answer, but I don't know it. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't. What's going on in this episode? She drops those eggs too. What an idiot. <laughs> Definitely didn't like. I was like, why did you? What is just going? First off, but glad they we answered that question. I do like how they're doing these like cold openings where you're just like, what the fuck is happening? And then it's like, oh, okay, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, it's it's definitely very lost. Like there, yeah. it has that feeling of like the season two premiere when you when you brief spoilers, uh, we go into the hatch and we don't know at the beginning of the episode that we're in the hatch, but it's right. Desmond just going about his day. Right, right. It's like you're just totally plunged into this. You're like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah, like what is this? And then when you when it starts to dawn on you where they are and what's going on, it kind of it's this very overwhelming sense of yeah. Like, it's a good method of like getting people into the episode or whatever. But I think that like while I while I'm enjoying it, I think if like you overuse it, kind of like wears off on it, and it seems like I I don't know if they're overdoing it in this case but every every episode is starting off like that where it's like this is something that's happening in the world and then like now we got to relate it to like the main story somehow so i mean i it's gonna probably continue on and um hopefully it reveals more like good information going forward but i think it's being used like it's fine. I think it's being used fine. I, I really like the way it's being used because they all are, are focused on character. It's not just like plunging you into some new mystery just to like fuck around with you. It's like it gives in this context. episode, it's about Lady True and who she is because we're meeting her this episode. Yeah. And it's hugely important to establish her in last episode. Like we're just meeting Lori cut with a bang. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 it's yeah, like yeah. it's all focused on character, which is what makes it work. This is a very character driven show, so. Yeah, it makes sense. Which, which the best shows are, and and it's also very episodic, even while being extremely serialized. Right, like each episode does have like kind of a character it focuses on, a single like kind of story and idea it's twirling around. Mm-hmm. So it's, I think they're doing really good work there. Um, Same, but this opening brings up a lot of interesting ideas. So I, I've seen a number of people talk about how it's obviously kind of this perversion of the Superman origin story. Yeah, kind of, I guess. It's like in some alien object lands on a farm owned by the Clarks. Oh, I didn't even realize. Yeah. But they give them a baby, and it's right, like they, a baby. They get a baby, and then a space thing falls instead of the space thing falling and it being is a their baby. baby. Yeah, 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 it's kind of this fun inverse of that. So she buys their farm because she, she must have known that whatever that is was about to land there in three minutes. And yeah, I wonder. She bought the land so that it would be hers, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. When do you feel this took place? Future. Future. Interesting. I was going to say, I honestly, like, before you said that, I was like going to say, is it future or is it past? Which you might not get that reference, but it's okay. Um. <laughs> I've been going back and forth on, I did, I actually did not consider it even being the future. I thought it was either, like, right now or some no. years ago. future. Because it's, um, she said, we're skipping forward to the end of the episode, that's going to happen in three days. It's yeah. what, yeah, I think it's what they're, she's talking about. Oh, you think days. that's what happens in three days. That's yeah. an interesting idea. The two thoughts I had were, so I, my, my first thought was that it was in the past because the, the Clarks mentioned that she's building that big clock, but it looks like they're still building it. In yeah, the no, they're, the they are still building So that the could clock. be basically at any point in yeah. the last few years. 
Um, and then the other the other thing is beyond her daughter looks the same age as she does now. So I, I do think it's happening in about the present, but if it's happening in a few days, that's consistent. Right. That right. I mean, I'm not saying it's like happening like future, future. Like, right. It's right. The, Just like, it's like immediate the future. future. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's an interesting idea. I do think there's, I, I the, the main thing that popped into my head is that it's Adrian. It could be Adrian. Yeah. Um, uh, maybe, maybe there, but that's like, that goes against my, I have a theory about where Adrian is now based on some other theories. Right, let's that go, I've let's seen. go into that. So, okay. We, we see that Adrian scoops up the little baby men for, and then makes them like adults in his little machine or whatever. He had a rough night and killed all of his other. <laughs> such a totally bizarre. I love these Jeremy Irons. Yeah, he's doing a really good job. Like, um, very glad that he definitely is Adrian and not Dr. Manhattan. Yeah. Um, so he's he is prisoned in this place. When he flings the bodies out, we see them kind of like disappear into these clouds. And I don't think that this he's actually is on Mars because I feel like I feel like you would be able to see it from like the video or whatever. I mean, it could be a fake video that we show of Dr. Manhattan on Mars. We probably is, but I don't know. I feel like it just it's very it's very it would be very strange if it was on Mars to me. I think that given the circumstances of Lady True buying the company after he disappeared, I think Lady True got rid of him and created this simulated prison. I don't know if it's on Mars or if it's somewhere else in the world, but because she was able to make a baby, right? So mm-hmm. these pools whatever it is, she maybe making baby somehow for him to use or whatever maybe she like swindled him out of the company by like offering him this solitude but it was really just like a prison so that he couldn't get out of it and then he realized that so he's trying to escape now and it looks like i mean he's coming out uh like he looks like he's getting close to doing it he's figuring out like that that catapult might be able to launch him (laughs) like it's going pretty far so um i but i don't know if it's like another planet or if it's him from maybe he's in inside the the uh the clock i i doubt that one but um i'm i'm not entirely sure exactly like the the geolocation or if he really is on mars or another planet but i don't think it's dr manhattan putting him there i think it's lady true i can definitely i can definitely start getting behind the idea that it could be lady true imprisoning him mm-hmm. i i still think he's in space somewhere the, the, it could be yeah when we zoom when, when we when we fade away from the jeremy iron sequence this week it's from like the the sky in his telescope becomes the moon in the night sky over tulsa so yeah. that's kind of like suggesting he might if not necessarily on the moon is it might be in space and then like i don't know if mars has like a dark side of the planet like the moon has like there's a dark side of the moon that we can't see from earth yeah i wonder if mars does too and if dr manhattan like put him on the dark side of the planet you know what i mean um I don't know if that's that's just an idea I had. I think that Mars spins the same kind of way where it it wouldn't be. You think it's yeah? You think like it rotates? It definitely yeah. rotates. Yeah. Um, why doesn't the moon rotate? I don't know. Maybe it does rotate. It just it's weird because it's a different rotation than ours. So yeah, because it's like well yeah because w- w- we and Mars are both rotating around the sun, but, but the, the moon, moon is, is rotating, rotating around, around us. us. So right. it's different somehow. I don't know. Maybe because the sun's up, we don't see it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't 
I failed physics, so... <laughs> physics was hard. Yeah. It I was a hard class. I don't get it. It was like an unfairly hard class compared to the other classes. Yeah, I'm dumb. Yeah. Like I said. And I don't like thinking about space. That stuff's scary. It's too big. And so we also get the... He he says four years since he was sent here in the same time he confirms that he's in prison. He says yeah. four years. Yeah. This is the fourth episode. This is... And we see another cake. So this is lining up with the idea that these are all one year apart. Um, mm-hmm. I saw someone suggest maybe the anniversary is of when he was first imprisoned here. Maybe. We'll see. That's... So... But that's all lining up. Like, the, these right. flashbacks being a year apart kind of are making sense. Another interesting thing is we get the confirmation from Adrian that he is not creating these things. Yeah. They're created for him. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking that it's it's Lady True because she we've seen her ability that she can make a babe. Yes. So like They definitely gave us that information in the same episode for a reason. There's only two there's only two people who can make babes in this one. And it's the the true lady and then the doctor man. And I don't think it's the doctor man anymore. I think it's based on us getting fed this information, it's the true. So to to talk about Lady True, she is a very vite like figure. Um, sort of, yeah. When she offers the baby thing to them, they're like, "You're gonna make us a baby." She says, "No, I already did," which is mm-hmm. very. I did it 39 minutes ago yeah, or yeah, whatever yeah. it is. Which is it's it's very Adrian. Uh, she obviously idolizes him. Like mm-hmm. she's in some way. It seems like she's continuing his work. I don't know. It's. But then at the same time, I feel like she she definitely outsmarted him. And that's why he's so angry about it because he yeah. was supposed to be the smartest man, and now he is not anymore because he got outsmarted by this lady and is trying to get get free from it. So we did get uh, confirmation that the um, the girl who bought the newspapers is not only working for Lady True but is her daughter. Mm-hmm. There's definitely something weird with Beyond. She's definitely created. You think so? I, it seems like it's a real possibility. Uh, she doesn't seem nearly as weird as Phillips or Crookshanks. Right. But she's definitely like one of the baby, like test tube baby kind of Lady True yeah. things. She just kept her around. When she wakes up in the middle of the night talking about some nightmare, do you think that's like a thing that either Lady True or one of her ancestors experienced and she's like downloading the memory into Beyond? It could be. Because there's all this stuff about legacy in this episode. Mm-hmm. Like Angela goes to the ancestry. Will wants to pass on like his legacy to her. Yeah. And, you know, the, she, Lady True is talking to the Clarks all about their legacy being their kid. And then when she's kind of admonishing will for leaving the pills for angela to find mm-hmm. will's like isn't that the same thing you're doing so they're both passing on the legacy of 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 their history their mm-hmm. shared history to their children right so it's 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 very thematically rich and i it makes me wonder like what beyond's like purpose in the story is you know i don't know i don't know if i have anything yet i don't think that she's like she was a baby made by having intercourse with someone. Right. Um, I think she's definitely like a test tube baby thing. And I, I, I'm not sure what to make of her experience yet. It is a little creepy creep though. Give you that. What are some other cool stuff that happened this episode? Uh, another thing that reminded me very much of Adrian Veidt. And this is just a, a off the cuff theory. Mm-hmm. So Joe Keen Jr., uh, talks to Angela when she gets to the police station in this episode, and he knows that Sister Knight is Angela. Yeah. Which could be bad if he's not a good guy. 
And the other interesting thing I thought of is him having a kidnapping attempt play out against him is very Adrian Veidt hiring an assassin on himself. Yeah. I mean, he probably tipped him off the no. Maybe he didn't, like, do it directly or is, like, manipulated by... Like, maybe he's manipulating the 7th Cavalry if, like, not their leader kind of thing. Yeah. I, but I don't know what the what their goal is, you know? It just seems like they, they seem just very, like... We, they read Rorschach's journal and they're just kind of brainwashed by it and they're just like incredibly racist because of it. And I don't know if like that just mentality got to, to Keen as like a kid or whatever and just like that's what he's been trying to do this in, his whole life. But I guess like with the narrative with um with Judd, it's like, okay, you could play up in there because like you see that he has like a KKK thing in his in his work like in his uh closet so he, he might and like they mentioned that his dad or his grandfather probably was like the an original like clansman he was in the law like officers or whatever he probably like was involved with the fucking 21 massacre or whatever um oh, that's an interesting idea like so that's like it, it makes sense that way but the only thing that like keen that we can draw off from him is that he is like the son of the anti-mask guy but like then made a mask <laughs> policy with that like was supposed to protect people by using a mask and like now is like it's going to get popular and he's running for president so like is it all just like a thing where he's orchestrating something to make himself look good maybe he's not really racist but he's orchestrating this racist kind of connotation so that he can look good and be the hero in the end of it and so he could be the president that's yeah. possible, I guess. That's the only thing I can see him out of doing it besides, like, oh, he's just secretly racist, which I think would be kind of lame if it was just, like, oh, he's just, like, a 7th Cavalry, like, secretly racist guy. But I, I think it'd be better if, if, like, he's orchestrating it, not actually racist or just doesn't really care, just is using it for political gain. Yeah, that's an interesting idea. I, I, I don't know where I land on what's going on with him, but I do think there's more to learn. Yeah, he's definitely, like, a figure who's going to play an important part later, I think. Oh, one other thing about Adrian is he finds that horseshoe again on the table with all the dead Phillips and Crookshanks's, <laughs> and he says he doesn't need it yet. So we've seen, we've now seen that horseshoe twice. So there was a setup for it. This episode, we got a reminder about it. And he gets and, a ringer. And there's, so there's going to be a payoff <laughs> for that horseshoe. What the fuck is that? Gonna, what's the payoff for the horseshoe? I thought it was the ringer, but yeah, I have no idea. I hope it, I hope it comes into play like soon because it's awesome. <laughs> What was, um, so Angela, we see her go to the, the thing and it, it lines up with her actually getting her car back. <laughs> yeah. And she runs in the lorry doing it. Um, and then she takes the, the, the stuff to, what's it called? Um, to looking glass in his bunker who is obsessed with the squids, which is interesting. Does he live in there? Does he live in no, a bomb No, I don't think he lives in the bomb shelter. He just shelter. visits it to develop pictures he, of the squids? I think he he just is, has a bomb shelter because he's a conspiracy nut <laughs> and loves the squids too much. But he then we see her after she visits him because, like, he, he's, he says a really good line. He's just like, "What do you think he was racist? And he was like, oh, he's a white man in Oklahoma. <laughs> like, so is he. I know, but, like, it, yeah. it's really funny. It's like, yeah, like, probably. Right? I, I do think the fact that she visited him this episode and passed him the pills and the hood and told him to bring the pills to his ex, whoever mm. that is, to, to take a look at them, I, I think we're going to get a, a Looking Glass-focused episode in the next couple weeks. I think like next week, probably. Probably probably episode five, right? Yeah, yeah. 
probably going to be a Looking Glass episode. I, I would I would hope. I mean, it's Tim Blake Nelson. Like he's the best. They got to do something. Got to get him. Yeah. Yeah. So what? But I don't. What was she throwing away? She like threw away the like stuff in a train. I think it was the. I think it was the. She she like cut up will's wheelchair oh okay that makes sense yeah i think it was the wheelchair i didn't know what she was throwing away but then it gets us to the best part of the episode lube man lube man <laughs> yeah that was awesome <laughs> that was great <laughs> it was so bizarre and I, that's why i love this show lube man who do you think lube man is i have no fucking idea i think it's Petey. oh you think it's Petey? he's got the same kind of build that would be incredible and it would be it makes sense because he likes superheroes a lot and he just shows up out of nowhere that would be awesome. I'm, I'm not sure I buy it, but I really hope that's true. I don't know what he's doing. I really hope that's true. Maybe he's just, you know, he just wants to walk around and be a hero, you know? like, Or he's like, I don't know, Lori wants someone to spy on Angela while she's not around, and she wouldn't, and Angela wouldn't suspect Lori of hiring a mask to spy on her. I don't know. Like, I... I that's the only thing I can put together, but it's, I really like that idea. I mean, he's not there in the police place when Lori took over because Lori takes over and then she's like she comes back and she's like i ran to lube man yeah that's right? true he's not there <laughs> and he's not there so i i think it's probably beady i would like that I, he like he's got the same kind of build it would give him more to do than just be an exposition machine he's already kind of weird yeah love it love <laughs> lube man all right pd lube man confirmed there's a uh there's a character in street fighter 4 that that's his like it's basically the same thing is that he he gets oil on himself like he squirts himself with oil and then like he's a grapple character and so like when he squirts with oil his his attacks deal more damage and so like he's like the worst character in the game <laughs> but it's like it was just, there was like a hype moment at a, a big tournament where like they made the switch because it was a hard counter to like another guy's character and everyone was like cool this is amazing he oiled himself up <laughs> Um, That's what I thought of when he did the slide. I was like, yes, this yeah. is what, exactly what I wanted from this. Um, and then w- one thing that is not necessarily like the biggest surprise, but is definitely important is, is we find out that Will doesn't need his wheelchair because he stands up at the end of this episode. Right. Which brief Lost spoiler for the fourth episode of Lost, if you somehow have not watched it all these years. In the fourth episode of Lost, Walkabout, we find out that John Locke used to be in a wheelchair and the island healed him. In the fourth episode of Watchmen, we find out that Will has a wheelchair that he doesn't need to use. It's like a very, very similar thing. It's very, it's very nice. It's nice. It's a nice callback. It's, it's, it's hashtag nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, talking about Will, so his they find out that his name is Will Reeves. Yes, which like is base like Base Reeves. Like Base Reeves. But also that he was a cop in New York City. In the 40s and 50s. Who else was a cop in New York City in the 40s and 50s? Hmm. A bunch of, bunch of Minutemen yeah, nerds. That timing seems very auspicious. And he retired young and fell off the grid. Which sounds like a thing an ex-cop might do if they became a vigilante. <laughs> if they became a hooded justice. Yeah. It's... I think it's very like on the nose that people... like. I think it was like, let's plant the evidence pretty clearly and like let people figure it out. I think but there's if, a lot of that going if on. If there's something that like they just... They want us to believe that and are totally like shut off by it um then like just do like a 180 on us then good for them but it's kind of annoying i'd rather be like satisfied for being an observant even though they even though at the same time i feel like oh you're just hitting me over the head with this one but i don't know it's still kind of cool yeah there's there's a thing about like when about subverting expectations where like george r R. martin has a thing 
that if you've watched Game of Thrones, if you haven't, I guess, brief spoiler again, sorry, just hit the 30 second thing <laughs> on your uh, phone. It's, it's obviously revealed that Jon Snow is the child of uh, Lyanna and Rhaegar. Right. That it was like a huge book theory for years that there's like a lot of evidence for in the books. Mm-hmm. And fans before the show confirmed it, like we're pretty much certain of it already because right. there's so much evidence. Right. And George R. R. Martin has said like, I'm not going to, ch- he, he didn't like confirm it or anything, but he basically did. He was like, I, I'm not going to change things in the book that I've built up with all these clues and hints just to subvert your expectations because the show did it first. Like I built it up. I'm going to stick with that. I I watched that video too. Right. It's like, he, he's like, he's correct. And it's good. I think that's, that's fine. But I, I like it. I hope that it's like, it's confirmed and revealed. It's, I don't think it's going to be like, Oh my God, I didn't see it coming kind of thing. But like, I, I'm, I'm excited for it. Um, I'm, I don't think he's Dr. Manhattan. I have another theory about that, which we'll get into in a bit. Oh, okay. But, yeah, I don't think he's Dr. Manhattan. I think that he is the Hooded Justice still. I just don't know what his goals are. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Like, he has some sort of plan with Lady True. Like, right. they, they, she talked about, like, a, some sort of deal that they have, and she's worried he'll get cold feet because family's involved. So they're in on something. It seems like they, there's probably other people working with them. Maybe Joe Keen? Who knows? Right. And the whole the whole thing is just weird because it's if you're looking at it from the timeline of that like the book is canon, it's like okay, well if this is going to be in in the canon of it as well, then what the hell was he doing during like the comedian's death? Like didn't I know he didn't like the comedian like clearly because in the in the book he's he saves Sally from the comedian and beats the shit out of the comedian, but like. He would still probably think it was suspicious, right? So, like, I know it's 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 another artist, like, if interpreting someone else's story, I'm just using characters from that universe and, and planning them into their own um, story, but it still kind of makes me, like, wonder, are, is that going to be addressed at all? Or are we just going to be like, oh, he was hooded justice, let's just move on with the plot? I definitely think we're going to find out more about Will. I don't know if we'll fill in, like, every lost year of his, but right. I do think we're going to get, at some point, a general arc of his life. You know what I mean? I'm down with that. I, I would bet. I'm down. Another interesting thing is, so, his name is William Reeves, but... It's clear to me that Reeves is a name he took for himself because yeah. in the Ancestry presentation, we find out that his father was Obi Williams, which would make his name actually Will Williams, which is the most Marvel-y superhero name I've yeah. ever heard. That's Will a very Marvel. Williams? That's a very Marvel name. Yeah, like they're clearly setting him up as like kind of a hero of the piece. You know what yeah. I mean? Like in in a, like Angela is clearly our our main character and our protagonist in a lot of ways, but like it, it seems it seems like maybe I don't know maybe Will's the secret protagonist of the whole thing. He's just not the main character. You know what we're not talking about either? What the fuck is that baby? In the first episode where he takes the baby? Will oh, takes yeah. Will takes the baby. He takes like, a baby with him. Who the fuck is that? That's a good question. Maybe it's his maybe it's his daughter. Mm. quote unquote he oh, that's... raises it as his daughter or... i mean the ages would be weird for that but 10 years an apart idea. maybe yeah maybe it could be his, his his wife or whatever but weird and then don't know here's another question for you do you think that the baby that the clark's got is going to come back in any way do no you, i don't think you it's don't think Im- that baby matters okay i think it's just a it's it was just a device to show lady true can yeah. make babies 
um, and then something crashes on the Clark's farm. Yeah, I don't she think like the baby clearly needs knew to be that was someone going... important. Like yeah. the scene did its job. It, it, in it just was ways. like it was like we're like she's gonna get what she wants by figuring out what like her by outsmarting like the people, right? Like she preys on their weakness, which was they, this couple wanted a child, and so she gave them a child. And I wonder what she probably preyed on like Adrian's weakness, which I I don't know what that might have been because he said he, he thought it was a paradise at first. Yeah. So maybe he maybe he offered like a place for him to live kind of guilt free because maybe he was living with all that guilt th- that he had stored up from doing what he did, and this he realized that like well I'm still feel guilty or whatever. And I don't know. I'm I'm hy- it's my hypothesis. No, it's an interesting but... idea because we have to reckon with the fact that like uh, there's a what's his name the game master or the game warden to keep him there. Yeah. Yeah. And, but the game warden's like cordial with him. It's like, Oh, if it's like an imprisonment that maybe was like in some way voluntary, then the emotions yeah. of the thing start to track. Right. Yeah. That's an interesting idea because I don't think that like he, he like he was tricked by, Oh, like he just like was put there. Right. Like he willingly went there at first and then was like, Oh, I'm just not gonna like I can't leave or whatever. Like the deal was that he couldn't leave, but they provided him this this sanctuary that he real soon realized was more like a prison. A really cute thing is that when the Clarks hear a knock on the door, the and and the first line of the episode is um, the wife asking, "Who on earth could that be?" And I, I really like the the who on earth because it's like, well. Something not from Earth is about to come crashing Maybe down. Maybe she is it's, an alien. <laughs> yeah, it's really cute. I mean, yeah, whether Lady True is or not, but, you know, there's some sort of space artifact. I do like they, that they spoke Vietnamese to each other. Oh, cool. yeah, that was a good That was a good bit. Yeah. Yeah, there, there are all sorts of these uh, these coincidence or thero- thermodynamic miracles, as they call them, like in this episode. Like, yeah, they're both from Vietnam, and there's definitely, like, a fraught history of colonialism there, mm-hmm. in, you know, in in this universe, because um, America made it a state. So, yeah, there's all sorts of interesting little connections and doubling things happening. Right. So let's talk about the Millennium Clock. It does a lot more than just tell time apparently yeah it's but like a... when they ask what it does beyond says like it tells time but like that doesn't necessarily mean something straightforward it's like it, a shelter it, right it could also be like counting down to something right like, or or marking be, an event it could be TikToking. so and another thing why i think that in that clark thing it was in the future as well like three days in the future is because will is looking up at the end and he's looking up at at the moon or whatever or wherever they're looking up at. That's a good catch. So he's like, okay, like I'm like we're TikToking it down, right? I thought they were just looking at the clock, but it could be. Like, I mean, they're looking at the clock, but they're looking up, at right? The, yeah, at, yeah. Like, space. So and, it could be both. Like yeah. it could be, yeah. I wonder if they're making a Doctor Manhattan. I don't know. Huh. That's interesting. Do you, so there's a comic sequel called Doomsday Clock. Yeah, we talked about it last week. But I have no idea what happens. Uh, Doctor Manhattan fights Superman. So do you think like, but what is the doomsday clock? In oh, I have no idea. Is what, there a no, I don't clock? know what the actual like story story is. I just know that like they like heroes go to Mars to try to fight Dr. Manhattan for some reason. And yeah, like Dr. Sounds... Manhattan is like, I'm going to, I'm Dr. Manhattan. So I'm going to, I can fuck you up. <sighs> that sounds annoying. Um, yeah. But, but speaking, is this some sort of doomsday clock? Like, is this counting down to like to another the new fucking millennium. squid attack? Or like, yeah, to the new millennium? Like, what is it? Like, what? Because they say they're building the first wonder of the new world. So they're clearly like futurists. They've got like this idea yeah. in mind of like what's coming. 
and they're preparing for it. Like they, they can see the future somehow. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like it's interesting. I wonder what's going to happen. I think that they're going to cause something and what they they definitely think that they're doing good. And I don't know if, if it's another like situation where they have to kill a lot of people for it to happen. I'm interested to find out. I think that it has something to do with whatever the hell fell from the sky in that episode. Um, and it has to do something with Will because he says like in three days like she'll know what I've done. Yeah, I don't I don't know what that means though. I don't know what that means either. Um, I I can't even guess. It's interesting. This show's interesting. I really liked this episode. I thought it was a good episode. Yeah. Uh, Lady True is played by Hong Chow, who um, I've seen in a couple things. Uh, she has a minor role in Inherent Vice. I've seen Inherent Vice, but I don't remember her in it. But the thing that I didn't know that she had done was I, I watched BoJack Horseman and, and she voices a character named Pickles, Pickles Aplenty, who shows up in the later seasons. And I had no idea that she was who voiced it. Like, I'm very bad at picking up who voice actors are, but she does like a completely different vocal performance here than oh. she does there. It's very impressive how different she's able to make her voice sound. I can tell you who's... in that and inherent vice as well. I can tell you who like SpongeBob and, and is in every other cartoon and like who <laughs> Mr. Crab, like you, you actually seen Mr. Krabs in like a lot of like real dramas. Who, who is he? His name's Clancy Brown. Oh, Oh yeah. 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 I think yeah. I knew that. And so yeah. like, you'll see him and you'll be like, and I, I'll just point at him and be like, that's Mr. Krabs. And then people will be like, no. And then they like hear him and like, it's Mr. Krabs. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a thing and I'm not taking credit for, for this theory. I did see it on Twitter. Um, so someone pointed out that the, in episode three, there is the, um, like, when we see Laurie in the painting of, like, the Watchmen, like, the Andy Warhol yeah. painting, it shows them kind of what their um, actor, like, people would look like. Not right. really what the, the comic it book It kind of finds like. a nice middle ground, I thought. And so they did a comparison between Dr. Manhattan's face and Calvin, uh, her husband, Angela's husband. And it looks very, very similar. That's... And Interesting. There's a part in this episode where they're at the dinner, they're at the breakfast, like the kids, and they're like, "Did did Uncle Judd go to heaven?" And he's like, "There is no such thing as heaven." Like he's very cold about it. Doesn't like doesn't like console them at all for it that's interesting especially because in this episode angela asks if cal told Lori about his accident what kind of accident right might that have been i don't know if it's something where angela knows that he's that she she's dr manhattan i don't think that she does but again he she could because like when when will was like i'm dr manhattan like, she was like, I don't, like, no, I don't fucking believe that shit for, like, a minute, right? Where, like, she didn't even entertain the idea that it could be him, even though that, like, it, it like, you, some other people, like, we think that, like, oh, maybe it could be, right? Like, now that they introduced that idea that it's, like, there's, Dr. Manhattan is somewhere in this show, and, like, we're trying to figure out who it is, and I think that of all the characters so far that have been in the show, I like Cal the most for it. Because I, I, it, it does feel a little out of left field, and I think there might be more that we have to do with digging into, like, who he is or whatever, but it, I don't know. Just some of, like, the little stuff so far 
has picked up on it. Yeah, there's... If it turns out to be right, then pretty cool. I think we have another episode that, that gives us some Angela flashbacks, including, like, how they met, whatever Cal's accident was, whatever happened yeah. to Angela's parents. Yeah. So I think, like... That's an interesting idea. Again, I don't know that I 100% buy it, but it would be like a surprising move that also like mirrors the original in which like Dr. Manhattan is dating one of the main characters. He's know. laying a pipe. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, then what is the motivation of him? Because again, we the last time we ever see Dr. Manhattan is like, he's like, I'm done with human beings. I'm going to go fuck off and make some life somewhere else and just be be out of everybody's hair right and the only thing that people feel sit like comforted by i would think is that they have that dr manhattan like quote unquote on mars so that if these interdimensional beings ever attack then they'll like dr manhattan can like come down and save them right but we know as viewers as readers and what we're told actually from the show is that like he doesn't give a fuck so it'd be different like I want to try to figure out what the motivation is for him like maybe giving a fuck or like why if he is someone in the show like who he is if maybe maybe his accident is that he doesn't remember anything which would be weird because he is a super being so like wouldn't he be able to restore his own memory I don't know maybe there's something fucked up like fucking with him or whatever and are is screwing with his memories because there's parts this can't like in the book it's also like there's something interfering with him so he can't like see the squid attack yeah, happening yeah but there's also so he's not like in like he's fallible to a degree but like he's still essentially a god there's also in the original dr manhattan does fuck off to mars at the end and say he's going to create his own life but in the story he also does learn the value of human life because he realizes like lori is kind of this miraculous thing to happen that like yeah. humans can't really be like predicted like they make irrational choices so i don't know that he's totally written off humanity at the end like during the comic it seems like he has but by the end it seems like he might not have even though he does like leave because he just doesn't want to we definitely want to know like more <laughs> like because he just has to be in the show yeah he, he will like i'm sure i'm sure he will be besides point. just the little flash that we get in the beginning like he's got to be a main character in the show and i don't see anybody else that fits at this point if it's not gonna be will if it's not gonna be adrian it's got to be somebody who is low-key yeah and that's why i think it's cal i think that's he's, he's also the, the, the main character like the main credited cast member who's gotten the least to do so far he's in every episode yeah, he's, like, one of the top-billed cast. Like, I don't think it's Tim Blake Nelson. Like, I don't think it's Pirate Jenny or Red Scare. Yeah, th- definitely not Panda. any of these, these idiots. Uh, this is, like, probably the best bet so far. If if it's if it's one of our characters that we've met already, Cal's probably it's, the best bet. It's gotta be. Even though, like, there are parts of it that I don't quite understand, like, why that would And he flirts, like, case. and Lori flirts with him constantly. That's true. She says, and it, oh, yeah, because... Oh my god, in this episode, they're talking about... she. Lori makes reference to her ex, and then says, well, he's no Cal. And it's like, but what if he is? He is. Like, he's gotta be. Wow, I'm getting more convinced by it. I, I don't totally know what it means if it is, but, like, I'm kind well, of into it. we're gonna find out. I'm kind of into it. I'm... Again, can't take credit for it. Genius is who I follow on Twitter. Thank you for being smarter than me. But I, I'm, I'm, I'm riding the Cal train. All board, baby. All right, I think that's as good a place to wrap up as any, unless there's anything else uh, you wanted to point out. Um, not off the top. 
I'm excited for next week. I'm always excited. This show's good. Uh, I guess last minute, just last question, and then we'll sign off. What do you think those pills are? Fuck if I know. I yeah, I have it. no idea. I, I got no. Uh, I was hoping you'd have something. So we I, could, used, uh, I used too too much of my brain juice for on this cow theory. The we've seen like suicide pills before in this show, but I don't think they're those. I don't think they'd be this. I don't think they're the suicide pills that the cavalry uses. Mm. Like, but it could be. Maybe there's something know. with Lady True. She did get. She did make her stuff in pharmaceuticals, so it could be some kind of true pills That's or whatever. That's a good catch. Um, yeah. I have no clue. I don't know. That. I don't know. So it's good. I'm glad we like something for yeah. once. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening. This was episode eight of Fails on Film School, covering the fourth episode of season one. Numbers. Of Watchmen. Four. Eight. Fifteen. Sixteen. Twenty-three. Forty-two. Cool. They don't mean anything. Or do they mean everything? Shut up. All right. That's right. <laughs> Wait, Eli, before you end the podcast, are, can you follow me on Twitter? Oh, yes, you can. <laughs> you can follow you at Luke Hennigan. And where can we follow Eli? Oh, I know, at Story Politics. See what we did there? We flipped each other. We introduced each other. That was cute. And you can follow us <laughs> on Twitter as a podcast at Fail Sun Film Pod. We're on Apple, um, Spotify anchor where anchor does everything apparently we're on most of them continue to listen to it on there love us leave us a comment write to us a- anything you want us to watch or review next we're gonna keep watching watchmen uh let us know and we'll well, yeah what should we do when it's over what should we do when it's over tell us i mean i know what i would do if you donated to my ps4 fund which none of you have um i would be playing this training but you know That's the way life goes sometimes. Love you. All right. Bye.